0: Fields. I'm sorry I sound so energetic, but in, in all aspects, I I got barely gas in my fr- freaking tank, man.
1: Well, I sure enough of the one. <laughs> so close. Mm. Yeah, nah, man. Been uh, been an eventful week, you know. Heck of a weekend. New era came back this past Saturday night with a believe a new attendance record.
0: Did we get the final numbers? Because it was past four hundred.
1: Yeah, I believe uh four around four thirty. Yep. So we had a new we got a new venue. We brought in some returning stars. Brought in some uh, old familiar faces. You know, had a had a good time.
0: You want to start with a recap? Because freaking. I mean, obviously we can't tell our secrets how to run a good bed, but freaking uh, the day was. Like I said earlier, it's one of the best days of my life. After everything we've been through, you—I mean, you've been uh, like you and I have have been uh, friends, partners, working together for a little more than a two years and a, two and a half years. But we've mm-hmm. been through a lot in <laughs> two and a half years. We've been, yeah
1: had some ups, had some downs, some rounds.
0: We've had a lot of. Uh, Resets and freaking, like, I kind of feel guilty for enjoying how successful Saturday went.
1: Really, how do you figure?
0: Not even like a survivor's guilt thing. But we're like, you and I have had a, for you mind builders, um we have a set set of rules. We haven't exactly told all y'all. Like the four commandments, but we've never strayed. And then when things went right, combined with our good brother Jeff, I mean, like, aren't you? In my honestly, man, it, it it's it's like a kind of a mind thing with me. I always expect things to go wrong.
1: Okay.
0: I always expect to be betrayed. I was expect to uh, obviously not by you or Colin or Jeff, but like freaking. I expect something. Expect something to go wrong, and yeah, there was a couple hiccups. We handled it. Yeah. But I, I just, uh, I still can't believe Saturday.
1: Yeah, no, man, it was a, uh, was really good. You know, it was, you know, like I said, new venue, the Castle Event Center up in Thornton. Yeah, we had like I said, 400, 430 people there. You know, the uh, previous owners were there, which is you know always good to see good friends. Freaking oh yeah, love the love the Bowman's freaking. You know, um, freaking we had a lot of lot of familiar faces in the crowd. We didn't we didn't lose yeah, had anybody. No, it. Well, it was a good event. Um, freaking, you know. Yeah, on a personal note, freaking got to see our boy Cumberbatch. Freaking good to see him, you know, smiling and you know it's like a like a day hadn't passed. So that's freaking easily the highlight of the night for myself.
0: Oh, that was oh, easy. To, easily highlight for friends. everybody. Good to see good friends. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I got excited. I apologize. Mm-hmm. But like that was that was the freaking highlight. I mean, like packing the place is great, but. Homeboy being Mac, uh, did I tell you the story about that?
1: Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, do you mind? No, you can go ahead.
0: No, I freaking. Uh, I mean, like, uh, go outside. I'm looking for my camel girl. She said she'd be okay. here at six. She was about to start seven. I need to tell her how to, you know, make sure what we're. She knows what we're after, and I go outside and look around. And I see Benny. And it is bleepity 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 bleep, bleep. <laughs> and uh, may I please give you a hug? And he's like, "Yeah, man." And uh, he has a good pal with him, and uh, like, yeah, we're we we got to get you in here and look around. And I'm like, "Oh, ramp!" Like the first time I've been there, and like, one of the security guys already opened the side door with the ramp, and you ain't waiting in line, dude. <laughs> you ain't in the line. Uh, cause we didn't do no comps for this one. Yeah. We made sure that everyone got their due and it wasn't that we were trying to be rude or anything like that, but uh, a button a seat and a button a seat and you need to pay for that seat. and uh but not coming. <laughs> not coming. Uh, we uh, get on to the front and I'm like Irene, 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 she's like, what? And I'm like, I just point and she looks over and just just loses it. Freaking look at the first person line, like, yeah, this line ain't moving for a little bit, bro. <laughs> like, it's gonna be a little bit. You Yelling it, Candy, gonna bring her over. I couldn't find you, man. Like, uh, once I saw that he was safe with his homegirls, and not that he wouldn't be safe, but you get know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> man, I, I was running, I could not find you.
1: But, uh, who found you? Uh, Zach did actually.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: Um yeah, no, it was uh, like I said it was great to see him freaking you know, kinda you know, didn't really didn't really have words for it at the time, still kinda don't for quite a bit of it. But now it's just uh one of those things that just kinda do your heart good to freaking you know, see your friend smile. He was smiling.
0: He was smiling, and the thirty of y'all because i have only met him a handful of times.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: I was not going to be intruding, but uh i remember thinking like the video guy me was like we should videotape this and the real me was like just punch that guy in the face. <laughs> like this ain't this ain't for anyone's eyes and like y'all were just ooh I'm, like good luck charm freaking good omen like and um then we got it done, man. Uh, take point on the uh, freaking like we. You thought I was gonna be asleep?
1: I was already awake. <laughs> you heard? I me? did expect that. Yeah. Nah, nah.
0: man. I told you I've been getting better. I told you I've been working on some man. stuff and uh, freaking. Uh. You like what? Like tripped on the Lego or. No, nah, to-
1: just freaking nothing like that. Just freaking. Shirt my back freaking was like wasn't sure i was able to make it freaking you know ended up uh not being able to get into my car for a second there freaking just of back pain just kind of getting old wrestler injuries and whatnot freaking uh but yeah no i was in there took a shower freaking really kind of you know focused on what i could with my back and then freaking got in the car and took off so i was able to able to make it happen and we
0: went straight to, uh, Hall of Justice.
1: Yeah. No, I hit Hall of Justice over in, uh, yeah, South side of Denver. Kyle Parker. Yeah. Very awesome. Uh, saw some killer books, man. It was good to get back up to, to Denver, back up to the show, back up to checking out some of the comic book shops around the area, back which is always, st- always good.
0: Back to status quo, man. Like, uh, for you mindfielders that are just joining us, like we don't go anywhere without stopping at at least three comic book stores minimum,
1: yeah. Just kind of you know, get out there, check out, see what everyone's got. Freaking, you know, they had some uh, pretty killer books, definitely had some stuff I had uh, had my eye on that I wasn't you know, would like to have taken home, but you have to wait till later, yep. Freaking, uh, mm-hmm. so- yeah, nah, man, I uh, ended up picking. I ended up finding like an X Men 30, Uncanny X Men 30 for like 15 bucks because the uh, no cover was detached and whatnot. It was definitely a a reader beater copy, but, but it was cool. Oh. You know, got that. Like some uh, got a couple of Iron Man books. Got some uh, some X Factor. It was a pretty good. It was, pretty, you know, it was nice to see the uh, see the guys up there.
0: Yeah, those guys were very nice gentlemen, especially Doppelganger Jeff. <laughs> He's a nice guy. No. Uh-huh. Uh, freaking, I realized then what my next hunt is, or my side hunt, actually. Uh, your side piece. My side piece is, uh, every single She-Hulk. I gotta have them all. I want every single one of them. I'm two away from the completion of the latest series. And, um, really bummed me out, man, because, like, I- I've been enjoying this book so much, and freaking, mm-hmm. every, si- I asked, I-, I-, I think, pretty sure I asked almost every single one of the, uh...
1: uh be definitely every shop we went to on Saturday, you definitely asked.
0: And they're like, nah, it sold poorly. I'm like, why? Like, that's such a bummer, man. I- and, and, like, you know, I'm we joke around, and it's a romance book, but it's, it is a romance book, but it's really putting Jennifer Walters over and freaking... Really bummed me out that people didn't get the the chance, but I do like the fact that the copies are scarce, which tells me that the people that did buy it ain't let them go.
1: Yeah.
0: Ain't let them go. Um. Where, where do we head off? Uh, well, uh, we got oh, we got Chick Fil A.
1: Yeah, I got some Chick Fil A. Freaking that was good. And uh, we ended up going from there to go see our buddy over at Culbult.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> man, no, it is what it is, man. Freaking speaking of side pieces. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, you know, like, like, like uh, I was telling my girlfriend, it was like, we get in the car and you're like, you sicken me. <laughs> we had a red light. Ten minutes later, you're like, you sicken me. <laughs> like, hey, I was being nice, but... Free comic books, a free comic book, man.
1: And twenty bucks is twenty bucks.
0: Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. (laughs) We all know the shirt, but uh, yeah, no, we like. I love that store, man. Cobalt, uh, Cobalt, that 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 nice gentleman that runs the place, man. He always makes sure we're hooked up, and uh, we walked in like we're back, baby. Everyone.
1: That's true. That's true. Now freaking yeah, we had a good. Uh, no, so it's always good to hit up Cobalt. Very very clean store. Always, that dude's got some of the best stuff on the wall that freaking of any comic shop in the area. Yeah, like, he really does. Down.
0: Yeah, he really takes pride in it too. And in like, uh, one of the things that like was funny to me was like, you know, the sign says you know don't touch the ones on the wall. And he's like, hey, do not you help your brother and you know, grab it? I well, you know, no problem.
1: But like he trusts yeah, us. Uh, that's true he knows how to treat keep on, because keep on you keep on giving him the eye <laughs> listen man
0: $20 is $20
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. you have a way with comic, comic book dealers that would sicken a normal man that's sicken a normal man well Three people are gonna get that reference. Yeah, <laughs> but for the ones that get it, it's hilarious.
0: Oh, it was great, man. But like, he's cool, man. Like he he knows he knows the score, man. It's cool.
1: He better, you better not. be told to him along. Yeah. But cool. yeah, no, man. Freaking ended up getting some good books there. Freaking, you know, they had a they had a detective three fifty nine. I was really kind of. Open would be in in price range, but was not. How far? How far? Oh, that off? Was, oh dude, that book was it was like graded. I think like five. It was either five 5.0 or five five. It was like fourteen hundred dollars for that first appearance of mm-hmm. Batgirl, and I was like, not today.
0: Uh, first appearance of Babs, I need that's that's right up there with freaking Jubilee, which I have because of you. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, no problem, no problem.
0: But uh, cobalt and uh, freaking all C's, man, like. That was the least amount of time we ever spent
1: there. I don't know. It was still kind of a little bit. we me there about half an hour.
0: No, we spent about 45 minutes there, man. We were there for a while. Yeah. Uh, but usually we're there for about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, got to go back. They had a manga violator I want to buy. I've got that already, but I opened it, and um, there's very think, fragile anyone, pieces.
1: need one in freaking inbox?
0: Yeah, I want the inbox on that one, man. Freaking the... It's fragile. Like there's there's so many parts of this manga violator that are super blue back all on. And I want the one cherry that I know. At least I got that one cherry. I got a, I uh, I got my reverse flash. <clears throat> Ten bucks. They had freaking McFarlane figures, uh, on discount and AW um just kind of watching the pocketbook, to make sure like you know we have more places to go later on. Like they got that John Jones I get my on, and they uh, that nasty freaking Sammy Guevara Target exclusive with the sunglasses. Hopefully it's still there. Uh, where'd you get that? Man, man? I
1: suppose. don't oh, know. I was just gonna do with some math in my head, but yeah, no man, freaking from where we were there, I picked up a. Uh, I picked up the first cover appearance of Venom, which is Amazing Spider-Man three fifteen
0: water
1: the hydro man hydro on it man
0: yeah hey kiddies uh, Venom's back
1: <laughs> pretty much it's <clears throat> like his little head is his little head bobbing there in the corner yes sir freaking um, uh, they definitely had some uh, some more some comics I was definitely interested in I, I thought about getting they had the first appearance of Dark side for like a bill 20 um, they had that classic Neil Adams cover with a Batman issue. Where it's Rachel Ghoul standing over Batman, with his sword in his chest. Yeah. Looking back, I I wish I'd have picked up that one because it probably won't be there when I when we go back next month. But if it is, it is mine. We might get lucky. Maybe. That Hydro Man's been that Amazing Spider-Man 315's been sitting there for like six months.
0: Might get lucky in that. Might get the two toys I'm looking for. But freaking, uh, I always I always forget his name, man. For some reason, in my head—his name is Ruben. He looks. I like, don't remember. He head. looks he like he a, could be. He looks like a Ruben.
1: His name's gonna be Mickey. Mickey. I don't know. It's I can't remember off the top my head, really.
0: But he always treats us like gold, man.
1: I don't know. He's he's a great, dude. Straight. I can't remember his name to say much. And they've always got wrestling on in the back. Which I love is always it. Always awesome. Yeah, we, we were talking about like he just walked up and.
0: Okay, we're talking about Dustin Rhodes. Let's do
1: this. <laughs> They're watching WrestleMania 29, I think. It was one where Jericho wrestled Fondango and the freaking.
0: Oh yeah, that's what that's what I came up on.
1: Freaking, I uh, think that's the one it was. But yeah, that was awesome.
0: abso- that was absolutely what was happening because uh, I was telling you about how uh, I'm on uh, SmackDown TV, screaming, "You suck, Fat Dago." <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he
0: doesn't actually suck though. Like uh, I, I would file him in with like Adam Rose and stuff, man. Like he had a lot of potential, and they
1: just didn't use him right. Yeah, such is life, man. Freaking I think he's an impact now as a Dirty Dango.
0: As long as he's still working, man. I want him to work, make oh. some money, cash in. Uh, what did I get, freak? I got the uh, I got the uh, freaking Reverse Flash. I got my Pock. Um, one issue of She-Hulk. I'm two issues away for completion for the latest series. But um, then it was uh, straight up to Thornton.
1: Yeah, with Thornton, went to the what was the name of that shop? Was it J and J?
0: J and J. Yep. Okay. J and J, and um, that was kind of an odd store,
1: wasn't it? It Had a whole lot of everything. Had some comic books. Had some games. The one thing that was cool is like if they had a they'd sell them they sell books and sets oh yeah so you could definitely like if you happen to find a set you like you just buy the whole thing right then and there and I thought that was kind of a kind of a good idea
0: I loved how they had the uh little sticker in the front that said if you'd have bought this issues a through I don't know G uh, or Z to complete this little series your price would have been eighty dollars your price now is 50. Like, I can totally compute that. Thank you very much. <laughs> they just didn't. Uh-huh. There, there was a lot of things I wanted, um, but they didn't have uh, anything that made pop that I needed right away.
1: <laughs> they didn't have any new issues. with She Hulk.
0: They had one. <laughs> they got. I got. I got four there, and uh, it was so funny that this like really skinny, really soccer mom looking woman. New newer stuff, man. Like, and she was proud of her store.
1: Nice, oh, nice. Yeah, man. It was a, it was a nice little storage. Very, uh, it was compact, but definitely had a lot of stuff in it. Freaking, uh, I think their wall books might have been slightly overpriced for my, uh, my taste, but
0: yeah, I'm still it conf- is what it is. I'm still confused that Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur was like 120 on the wall. I'm like, I got two of those. And I didn't buy them because I thought that they were going to appreciate and value. I just forgot I bought them. Like, I bought one and then I bought another one and I forgot I bought it. And uh, so that one's yours. But seen Uh it it for that much, but freaking. Minefielders, uh, the rules of Minefield's dupes equal the other dudes. You take care, homie. Pure civil. Indeed. Pure and simple. But, yeah, no, man, it was, it was a good
1: little store. Freaking, no, I didn't end up, I actually ended up, didn't end up buying anything from that one, which is super rare. I'm at least walk out with one comic.
0: Yeah, you should, you, you were extremely disrespectful. You should at least bought, like, <laughs> not especially, man. But uh, they, 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 she sells prints. Like, uh, I got that, um, there's some artists here that does lithograph prints on different um, um, fabrics. Got, okay. a, got a really cool, you know, that print I got of a freaking killing joke. Mm-hmm. Black and white. They done a lot of other good stuff, so I really want to hit that place up every time and get a, just throw five or ten bucks into the, into the local orders guy. Just having fun, printing things on random stuff. I mean, it's not his own art, but he's not passing it off as his own art. He's just. Yeah. It's honorable. And then we get to the frickin' castle.
1: Yeah. freaking it was a, a lovely venue, very, very clean, very well kept, very big, spacious as they say. Very spacious. Had a, you know, full uh full menu, full bar. And it was a you know, great little bit, great venue there in the right off of uh right off the highway and uh 120th up in Thornton yep you know get in there make the rounds say hi to everybody freaking get the get the ring set up and you know ready to go just in the nick of time
0: nick of time nick of time nick of time freaking I had so much space to set up everything upstairs we're watching Delta just stretching out walking past them like it's cool being in a place that's clean right like yeah Car- the, the carpet was comfy um <laughs> nice I remember uh, talking to Jules because uh, we talked about getting a promo to her and hey see a minute and I think she thought like, she was in trouble or something like I'm, I'm the producer not not the booker or writer but freaking um we need we need this out of you let's do it and then unfortunately uh she took a bad bump and she comes up to me crying and I felt guilty like like I don't never try to big league anybody ever but she was like mm-hmm. crying and I look at her and I was like you need a Mulligan and she's like please <laughs> are you mad I'm like no I'm not mad you you, you, you wrestled your ass off man <laughs> like one one but it was deserved that was it that was worth it for Jules and uh, like we'll get it next time and just let me know no. let me know if you're okay and I, I just like the fact that she cared. Yeah. She cared. She knew that Blockbuster's a big deal for us, getting the promos, uh getting the right mm-hmm. shots, and freaking she I felt bad. Like like have I been pushing it too much? Like but she cared. And I, I love the fact that freaking Skylar, uh one of the best refs in the freaking planet, um took good care Heidi took care of her. All that good stuff, man. It, it was nice watching, uh, freaking the new era family. Just like we gotta take care of our, to no questions asked. That's so what we're doing. But uh, how tired were you after that, man? Like, cause, uh, like, I gotta tell you, I had I had about five people coming to me after, um, like Jason, Damien, uh, freaking crazy Nate, or like you did a good job tonight. I'm like, I didn't do a good job. What are you talking about? I was sitting and chilling watching the matches most of the time. And i uh, freaking, no, you were running around with your head cut off. I'm like, it didn't feel like it. You know, my feet, my feet are like usual, but there was no fire that I couldn't get put out. And, um, I gave myself a little grace. I'm like, yeah, we did a good job. Did a good job. <laughs> And uh, we reconvene, like, geez, how many times do you think we actually even connect during a freaking show? Even if you're not backstage. Even if you're commentary, like, three, four times I see you? Okay.
1: Yeah, probably three, four. But yeah, no, man, got to got to sit back, watch the show this time, kind of get a, uh, get a good bird's-eye view of what's going on, got to see the majority of the matches, got to listen to the commentary, you know, kind of get a... Good all around picture of the product we're representing, and it was like I said, it was a good You uh, know, we had some great matches, a uh, freaking uh Fatal Four Way, the King of the Monsters mm. match, uh definitely early match of the Year contender.
0: I got my first pop. Oh.
1: Really? Yeah, I told you. I forgot.
0: Uh, freaking uh Dorian threw his uh shirt into the crowd, but it flew up oh, to me. Oh yeah. And I just swung it around and just kinda of rubbed it on my chest and I woo! And I got a pot. <laughs> I was like, I got my first pot, baby. <laughs> and you just lightly patted the side of my shoulder and walked away. <laughs> like, because of shit? <laughs> Two. Two yeah. It was yeah, worth it. Too. It was worth it, man. Like 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 it was it was nice knowing what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like, uh, freaking, you know what to do. Sell it. Uh, Sell it.
1: Exactly. But, yeah, no, that one was good, uh, freaking, the main event, really kind of delivered, freaking. It was, uh, interesting to see. We had a Royce Isaacs returning from California. Freaking brought him in. Freaking, um, you know, he, uh. He really kind of grew on the audience by the end of the night, so that was awesome to see them really react well to him when he came out and challenged Logan after he retained the title. I was thinking about that.
0: Now, his wrestling was excellent. Okay. But this gentleman knew what music to pick. He's like, I'm like, uh, when we first walked in, we always split up, and I got to go scout and freaking... Uh, Jeff is talking to Royce and, uh, he's finishing up touch Jeff for just like three seconds. And I was like, I need your music. He's like, well, it's a Dr. Dre song. And I was like, okay, like what Dr. Dre song? Dr. Dre song. He's like California love. And I'm like, I didn't correct him. That's actually a Tupac song. <laughs> um, It's already on my computer. We're good. We're good. But, like, what a song to pick. What a genius song to pick. Uh, Dorian came up to me uh, uh, when we were discussing uh, filming some promos. um, And uh, we we talked about California Love. He's like, I freaking love that song. I'm like, I remember the first time I heard that song. I remember the first time I heard that song, too. I heard three seconds of the song this is one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life he's like me too it was it's one of the best things ever he picked a cherry song like he could be Royce obviously superior in wrestling but freaking he could be terrible at it but he comes out to California Love and everyone's gonna freaking love him <laughs> like like like, like yep. what a genius song to pick
1: I don't know it makes sense man freaking a good uh, good song mm-hmm. could definitely set the mood and set the tone for the entire evening so
0: Yeah, but we... Why would
1: it be anything different in wrestling?
0: We walked in, and I remember splitting up, and uh, just I couldn't believe the space we had. And Mm -hmm. uh, the... Y'all hooked it up with the uh, jalapeno popper platter with the friggin' cheese and crackers and the fruit, and we got the uh, room for the makeup and uh, the lounge our own private bathrooms the girls were on cloud nine man
1: nice nice. Yeah,
0: man, way, to, way to figure out a good place man you, y'all and Jeff you and Jeff like freaking figured it out and then the doors opened I went outside to find my camera girl like I said earlier and there's a line around the freaking block and I was like is this our show like it was weird to me because I, I used to DJ you know we had people place to be packed but not like that, not like people hungry for it, not like people freaking like so many. I remember this little, uh, this little gentleman stopped me and he was like, Hey, you're the camera guy. And I'm like, well, I'm a camera guy. And, um, he's like, I want to be in camera tonight. I'm like, okay, well we don't have a room in camera tonight cause we're trying something different, but the room is situated like this kind of drew it out in airlines. You want to sit here. 'Cause he was like ten in line. You wanna sit here oh, okay. you wanna sit here. If you sit here, you're gonna be on camera the whole time. And Dad kinda gave me like a nod. And then that's when I saw Cumby. And um It just it just kept coming. It just, but like little things kept happening. I had to duct tape, uh freaking two extension cables, we had to uh, what even say when you got to find like disconnect things that are less important and then Dick duct tape a freaking make sure there's no place for like the, the owner, uh, what the, uh, what was her name? Grace. I believe so. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, these need, these can't be loose. Uh, absolutely not, ma'am. Um, I, that's why I have this. And I pull up my glorious roll of duct tape out of my vest <laughs> Every six inches, and um, it happened, and then but people just kept coming in, man, and coming in, yeah, all right, and coming in, and yeah, it's a
1: good problem to have, shoot, <laughs>
0: <laughs> very good problem to have, but that wasn't an accident, man. Like we we're we we're we we're talking about it off camera, um, yeah, not a bad problem to have, but like, freaking uh Austin Redick was like unprecedented. Three months no show, new venue, and you almost double. That wasn't an accident.
1: That no was... man, there's a lot of people working together and word of mouth. You know, freaking at least the venue helped out a little bit. Freaking,
0: bit everything worked.
1: kind of came together. So, how
0: how was the night for you, man? Because we we always split up like like. Literally the second we got out of the car.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. It was no. It was, it was good for, again, you know, as, you know, as things are to happen for, again, things went awry pretty quickly after we got there. I ended up having to drive down to Aurora to pick up the belts because they were not uh, not where they should have been when they were picked up this mo- that morning. It was a- so I had to, you know, had to get that. You had to run down there and get those, freaking turn around, come back, make it in time to you know start meeting with the talent before the show freaking make sure everybody knows what uh what's expected of them You make sure the commentators know what's expected of them referees you know we're dealing with uh, a multitude of talents at the same time so i'll make sure everybody's uh all the pieces are well oiled and working properly You know, knew <laughs> that have our group meeting freaking you know freaking find out you know, you know while doing that while working with the, the commentary team turn around and there's combi and freaking you know, that was you know like I said easily moment of the night seeing my friend there
0: for real he was so. he was stoked to be there man he yeah. was so stoked to be there man um
1: yeah then seeing how uh how everything reacts
0: any immediate challenges that you find?
1: No, just making, uh, making everything happen, man, just freaking your, you know, while the, when the show starts, freaking things are going to change, things are going to end up changing on the fly and you just kind of got to roll with the punches. And it's You know, it's live action, it's, you know, right then and there, we're live, baby and all that. Yeah. Freaking, sometimes things go awry and you just got to roll with the punches and change them and go forward.
0: All of a sudden, something comes up to me and like, hey, this is happening. All right, cool. <laughs> we'll figure it out. it will be fine.
1: <laughs> we'll be
0: we'll be fine. Uh, I kind of want to go by this name. Uh, let's talk about that. Um, yeah. A lot of opportunity. A lot of opportunity when it comes to workers and it's nice uh, figuring this out with you guys uh, on the fly, man. cause like video and easy, but it sure is fun.
1: No. Yeah. No, man. I think, you know, like I said, it was definitely easily one of our best shows from beginning to end and freaking, you know, look forward to, you know, hopefully getting more people in next show and really kind of giving them another show. Freaking give them something to, that they're going to want to keep coming back to, and something that they're going to want to bring more people to. Butts and seats, baby. Exactly. Like the great Tony Schiavone said.
0: Just like the great Tony Schiavone said. Uh, r- 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 uh, copyright, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ink. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something, like that. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. But, uh,. I don't know, it felt great, like, uh, I remember when I was going to bed, it, it, like, uh, one of uh, the things that we, the gimmicks that we kind of latched on on to was uh, the replacements. Mm-hmm. Wounds heal, chick state scars, and glory lasts forever.
1: Glory lasts forever, yep. Kick ass on two.
0: <laughs> that's a Shane, That's a Shane Falco quote that doesn't count. Sure it does. You just want your giant size?
1: No, I already got the giant size, and I'm working towards my Daredevil number one. Oh, working Daredevil? Been working on that since freaking New Year's.
0: Yeah, I know, man, but that's like, so cool, man. Like, I, I, I like the dynamic, man. Like, uh, you you've got all these serious books, and I'm, like I got all the sheets. I'm working on Lady Death. Like, who gives a anything about Lady Death? But
1: uh, a Rodents Keister.
0: Rodens Keister. I think he's being a shirt. Copyright. Hey, Copyright 2023 Ricky <laughs> Tony Murals.
1: <laughs> at, at shopminefields.com.
0: Shop it. It'll be there. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna have to hold the rats uh, freaking tail. No, because I'm not. I'm taking the picture. You're gonna hold. You're holding
1: the tail. No. Nope. It's not my rat. Not my problem. You don't like rats? No.
0: <laughs> They're actually really nice if you get a good one.
1: I'm sure they are. My rat hunting days are over, though.
0: Yeah, mine too. I I would thought I would have thought I would mourn my uh, non-rat hunting days, but uh, when you find the right one, right? Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, just exactly. As, just as equally as
1: crazy. Oh,
0: by the way, she's just as crazy as me.
1: There's no way that could go horribly, horribly awry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? How yeah. About, uh... What else? Oh, we... The show? Freaking... I, I've been in Afterglow mode for the whole time, In Like, I just... I sent my mom a freaking video of it. We sold the place out. She's like, "Great job, son." I'm like, well, "Do it, man! Like it's all us." But freaking, uh, like, I was so proud to send. I sent a video of the crowd to my mom. Nice. Yeah. She's like, "Cool." Uh, we get comments. To talk about. You want to take a little quick break?
1: Yeah, might as well do that. We'll come back with what's in the box. What's in the box?
0: What's in the box?
1: All right, we are back. Another minefield episode, 175, The Milestone. The Milestone, you know what so I was the thinking? the next
0: milestone. I was thinking, like, we would need to, like, have a milestone, like, awesome thing to talk about, like, some sort of cool book we bought, but, oh, well, Saturday's definitely a freaking Wolverine got his and Manion pulled out, and everyone's paying attention. Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, no, uh... Yet again, we are back, and it is time for What's in the Box. So I will go first, freaking uh, day after the show on Sunday. Went to the old flea market with my good buddy Joe, who has been uh, going out of his way, telling me he's got quite a few issues of early Iron Man. Oh, and that, freaking... That
0: Joe's a nice I Went show. over
1: there to speak with Joe, and turned out he was Correct. And one of uh, several issues I bought from this day was Invincible Iron Man number four. Ooh, have Iron Man taken on the unicorn?
0: Is that some Kree?
1: No, uh, no just uh, just the unicorn. No, uh, no aliens as of yet.
0: Gotcha. But like, uh, even then, like the uh, helmet screams some Kree. I'm not doubting him, but freaking, that's pretty close.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, no, this is, uh, like I said, this is one of the older issues I got, obviously. The only only issue I'm missing thus far from first 10, I believe, are issue two, eight, and nine. And as of right now, I am currently, my calculations are correct, I am currently 67% of the way through the, uh, Towards my goal of collecting issues 1 through 332 of the original run of Iron Man. Beautiful.
0: It's a really nice feeling, man. Like, uh, one of the things I like about, like, when you talk about your books, you've read your books. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 what happens. Like, these might be relics, but freaking the internal. Like, uh, I, I mentioned it briefly a couple days ago. Like, maybe a month ago. Uh, freaking. Um, I re I reread uh, a Silver Surfer, two Silver Surfer omnibuses, and okay. oh my god, they were good. Oh my god. Oh, nice. Oh my god, they were good. After I'm done with uh, She Hulk, I'm going full. Obviously, it's gonna take a while because there's some books of Spawn that are gonna cost like anywhere from twenty to fifty each, just standard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, uh, freaking, uh, after I finished Mr. Walter's collection wise, sorry, that, that counts as one. I'm going to go ahead and count that as
1: one. Sorry. Okay. It works for me. No, yeah. It always works for you. Closer and closer. Closer and closer. to Daredevil number one.
0: Daredevil number one or resurrecting
1: Stan Lee. Right. <laughs> Yeah, right now, I'm about, I'm about 30, uh, 30 good customers away from owning it.
0: That's pretty much. Boiler friendly, man. You got to make I'm sure. Talking
1: high grade copy. I'm talking like a high-grade copy. Ooh. <laughs> How'd you get that 9.8 Daredevil number one? Well, it's funny you said that yeah. because I got it on video.
0: It's just me just walking in crying. <laughs> 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 just walking in crying. $10,000 later Show me on <laughs> the doll where Tony Morales hurt you <laughs> I just pointed no, 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 uh, no I just point at my wallet I like ah, That's what we thought, son Tony Morales is infamous this.
1: Daredevil number one It is what it is but well, yeah, no, man, uh, what do you got in the box this week?
0: I had something I couldn't find the last week
1: that I'm very proud of, because I reread a lot of them
0: this week, was uh, first appearance of freaking uh, Arcade. Nice. Yeah, my uh, Spider-Man team-up feature Spider-Man and Captain Britain, number 66, February, 35-cent skis. And uh, I... I- I was just focused on it because, like, we just finished the uh, latest run of Murder World. And Mm -hmm. I remember, like, any any arcade I've read, he gets pwned at the end. Like, they they capture him, they break his toys, they break his screens, they step on his cell phone, they knock him around a bit, and he's like, I'll be back, but "Mm, not this time. And uh, the really... Whoever had the idea to, like, go full force with full Murder World... And bring in yeah. some C, B, F listers. I mean, there was. and we got the Wolverine one, we got the Spidey one, but the Moon Knight one was particularly my favorite one. Because of the. Nice. And uh, I just. it's He's this chubby little freaking ginger. And he's evolved. But he's not some. Knock, easily knocked over guy. Like, you figured out his. He's. Uh, at best, I don't know, would you call him the Riddler of the MCU? In terms of, like, uh, the traps
1: and the double talk? Nah. nah, I mean, he's definitely, like, a showman character, kind of like Riddler, but I definitely wouldn't call him the Riddler. Like, he's definitely, he definitely has his traps and whatnot. He's just, he's kind of, like, just, like, a good 60s villain. But he's, you know, he's around today. Like, you see, you can kind of imagine him twirling his mustache. Kind of like a, a, bod, a you know, a vaudevillian character, kind of.
0: Very vaudevillian.
1: So. Oh. Yeah, I don't know, I just really enjoyed the Murder World series. and freaking Ember Victims is really good. Wolverine and Gambit was a lot Ooh. of fun.
0: Jeff Loeb, 10th Sale. Oh, man. That was, uh-huh. we bonded over that. That was one of the first ones we talked about was, uh-huh. was victims. Like, cause I've never met anyone that knew what those books were. Like no. the, those were given to me as a gift because I liked comic books and it was a set and they didn't know what to buy for me and their heart was in the right place and they bought me something you can easily find for like five bucks, the entire thing. Yeah but one of the best books i ever read in my life. Still to this day, okay. it's still one of the best books.
1: Yeah. No, it's super solid, freaking, like uh, that I man, Arcade's definitely a great B, C tier villain. Yeah, something you're not gonna, you're not gonna see. He's kind of like a, you know, freaking, like a Victor Zaz. Definitely one of those great villains you'll see once every cup co- maybe every couple of years you'll we'll get a good little two, three, six years. yeah,
0: Something big, like, Space it out and really make it worth your while when it happens, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's not going to be a tier where you're seeing him two to three times a year, but like he's definitely something like if you freaking are into him, he's like, Oh, you know, I've been waiting for a good arcade story, and here it is. Nope, love it, man. And
0: we're still, a Nephew Little Man, like, freaking Saturday. But uh, what book you want to go through first, man? Like uh, we got some good stuff in the box. Uh, freaking.
1: You uh, know? No. We gotta. Uh, we're talking about C tier villains. Let's we'll start off with a uh, Batman Incorporated number six. Oh, please do. We got uh, got some Professor Pig action in here. Uh, first
0: another, appearance. Another good uh, C tier. Bat- Batman and Robin number two. Grant Morrison.
1: Hmm. Let's see. yeah, we got the, uh, the Riddler's getting beaten up, and turns out he's getting beaten up by Professor Pig and his Dollatrons in this fiery warehouse. And we see him dragged off into the into the flames. Apparently, it's freaking, but uh, we turn around and. We've got all Batman Incorporated. I said they're uh, gonna head into Gotham to find Professor Pig. That so we guess there's still some uh, some tension between Ghostmaker and Clown Hunter this, from the last couple of issues.
0: This was what confused me because, like, this escalated beyond the pages from the last one. Mm-hmm. But he's. Clankiller's still on the freaking team, but we've got Professor Pig, who is, like you said, like at best C, maybe D. Uh, if Grant Morrison, absolutely B. Uh, but Riddler's about to get it, but he's not really telling Riddles. He's telling jokes. I I, I really like that at this interrogation scene. Like like it is a riddle of it, but it's still a joke. Like, like that's like that's that dude that like, you're beating the crap out of and freaking he's still talking he's still talking smack <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's not learning his lesson but uh he's not having it from Professor Pig not at all and uh, yeah who, who's in this freezer locker room we got Mad Hatter we got Victor Freeze we got uh freaking we got
1: Clayface we got Firefly yeah Killer Moth, Killer Croc, Kite Man, and the Riddler.
0: Yep.
1: I know uh, he's got you know he's got all these guys that are you know quite frankly up uh, further up the pecking order than he is, and he's got them all captured, and he's just trying to figure out who stole from him, and he's you know just going through this interrogation. We don't know what they've uh what's been stolen from him as of yet but next thing you know he's got a uh, a chainsaw and he's heading right towards Killer Croc
0: it reminds me Can of, me of the, go back it reminds me of uh next Friday really yeah right I'm
1: a with a chainsaw. that no, I did
0: reminds me of Scarface and I'm gonna say it and I'll pay the dollar you ever seen Scarface, fucker? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, That's two. That's two. <laughs> like, like he's, yeah, he's... You ever seen Scarface? <laughs> i like, yeah. It's gonna happen here. And uh, we got one of these guys already just running the rake of the freaking knife on Killer Croc. And... Mm-hmm. Like what confuses me is the lower temperature, which freeze absolutely thrives in. Um, mm-hmm. That killer croc is not passed out as a reptilian from cold. But there's yeah. some there's something going on here. And then it, it as we progress here, and uh, freaking uh, ghost makers like yeah, he's my protege, but screw him. He learns he doesn't.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, we end up finding, they end up finding his uh, his meat truck. And they end up realizing that uh, the only thing, the only clues they really got to go on is uh, the meat truck that had the item stolen out of it. The oil. And apparently the, uh, the oil on the ground from the getaway car. And apparently there's an empty pizza box.
0: Hold on. Uh, go back to the uh, page where they got the fingers in the oil. Mm-hmm. You looking there? Yep. Look up.
1: Where it says broke? Broke. Look up. No wasted. Shattered windows? All of it. Okay.
0: And then look at the unhappy face on the side. <clears throat> there's, there's our clue. Mm-hmm. There's our clue. And it's it's one of the things I like the most about like reading a good Batman detective comic story is like we're we're actually in it with him and deciphering the clues. Like a lot of people forget, he might be Batman. But to us, he is still the world's greatest detective. Mm-hmm. And we—the more I read this book, the more I feel that they're trying to make us feel like we're part of Batman Incorporated. Like, like you're a part of it. Okay. You're a part of it. I mean, like, well, look at it, man. Like, like the the fingers in the oil, but like, why is that there? That's that's not like sixth street Gothamite homies freaking their graffiti. It's same color. And we've got some clues here and these guys aren't opening their eyes and I love it.
1: Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, next thing you know we got a uh, uh, we got clown hunter. Kind of trying to get in with the uh, local kids in the area, trying to get, you know, get some information. And we find out that one of the kids that's playing, that's sort of hanging around with these kids playing basketball, his cousins haven't been seen for a few days. And uh, they were driving around an old, big, an old beat up pickup truck. And clown hunters just like you know, we've got an you know, idea where they could be, somewhere they might hide. You know, next thing we know, these guys are hanging out in this uh, this like garage in Bloodhaven, and they've been hiding for two days trying to get this big safe open. And they're not, you know, they don't know who they stole it from. They just know they stole this big safe, and there's got to be some loot in it. And when they finally end up opening up the safe, they see this. I don't even know how to really describe it. It's kind of this uh, this woman's body encased in freaking just kind of wood, uh, wooden spikes with a mask on and red hair.
0: It's an Iron Maiden. Oh. Hold on, mate. Just get my headphones. Gotcha. That's an Iron Maiden. You ever seen one before?
1: Ah, uh, not
0: an iron maiden. Everyone, is,
1: everyone made up like that.
0: An iron maiden is a medieval torture device. Where imagine being stood up in a stand-up coffin that is contorted to the shape inside of a human, and mm-hmm. there's lots of holes in it, and there's also spikes on the inside. They basically close. Enclose you in a um, an iron coffin that has spikes on the inside that poke where it hurts, but does not kill you. Mm-hmm. Imagine shoulders, thighs, knees, feet. No internal, ma- no internal major organs, but there's still holes where you can put the big stuff in and do it slow. So we're staring at, like, what confuses me is, is it, is it like it, is it a freezer that they're in? Because it looks like ice. But, um, the, the spikes are on the outside, like on the wood. Yeah. But it's maybe, but the, the big X, is that, uh, the freaking... Is that the robot that sent freaking uh, Bruce to the alternate dimension? Like,
1: no, like, this is a palesafe. Uh uh. But
0: even then, the like, thing.
1: It doesn't even look like a. It doesn't even look like a full blown. It looks like there's a. The the head's on a stick.
0: It does. And then it's
1: just kind of. It's like an Iron Maiden, but without the. Uh, without going, it's like a reverse Iron Maiden almost. Like the spikes are, like you said, on the outside. But we end up, you know, they end up turning around and finding out that Professor Pig is there. And apparently that, that's, his, that's what he referred to as his mother. And as the two kids try to run, they get blocked by more idolatrons. And the last thing we see is Professor Pig starting up his chainsaw, saying the last thing you want to do is get between a boy and his mother.
0: Oh, yeah. Go, go back a page. Okay. Look at the graffiti. Rage. Despite all, you see half of all cut off in rage. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage.
1: Gotcha. going to smash the pumpkins?
0: and you see the scribble on the side, too.
1: Yeah. The clues are Yeah, near. these two poor kids surrounded by these Dolatrons, Professor Pig.
0: Dolatrons? There's no
1: way this ends well.
0: Probably not, but we got Professor Pig, and he's one of my favorite of all time, because he just... He just doesn't care. Yeah. He just doesn't care. And uh I, I like the fact that we're getting the little nuggets there. But uh anything else uh, to wrap that up? Because that was gnarly.
1: Yeah no, nah, man, it's it's really good. Freaking uh, you know, Batman Incorporated's been a surprisingly solid book so far. Freaking I like the fact that uh you know, we're playing up the uh the distrust between Clown Hunter and freaking uh and Ghostmaker. Well, at the same time, they're kind of playing up that Ghostmaker's kind of forming a little more respect for El Gacho, who was one of the first guys to be like, why ain't I in charge." You're right. He had a problem. So, yeah. So it's super interesting what's gonna happen and see what's gonna happen with Clown Hunter and Ghostmaker. See if they're gonna fix everything, or if Clown Hunter's just gonna leave and move on to other other ventures
0: i got spider-man 21 up next man and this one's been messing with me i read it a couple times to make sure i didn't miss nothing we're, okay. we're reading detective we get these nuggets of clues but uh i think it was a year ago i think i want to say like uh it was june or july i called you i like okay they're finally wrapping up this bs freaking clone thing and um something happened with parker and they were starting spider-man on issue one and we got junior junior and it mm-hmm. starts out where he's like in this giant crater and he's screaming like why? And he's holding this weird, like, uh, like, like some sort of electrical apparatus that is reading whatever's going around. And, uh, he gets back to New York and MJ has two kids and is married and like, what the, what just happened? And, um, This is the story of what happened. On his way to work. And we encounter this new guy. That we've seen once before called the Scribble Man. And he is. He's holed himself up in his. um, In his cell. And somehow he's manipulated the uh, rebar. To fortify the door. The guards can't get in. And the room is filled with dead inmates. And he's like, I got it all worked out. And what the one guy, the one inmate still left alone with him. He's got tattoos all over his body, but they're like digital tattoos. And they're forming something. And he's like, Kuhool. Kuhool. Aja Emissary. My equations are sound. Wayep awaits me in Shivala. Hungry for sacrifice. Only a road of blood may lead me there. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. And he sacrifices the guy. And next thing you know, where we left off um, in the Junior Junior run, um, him and MJ just, he wants to move in. We finally got a moment of peace. <clears throat> finally a freaking moment of peace. Where him and MJ are on the same page, and she's not like, okay, you're gonna be gone all the time, I'm gonna hold it against you, but I'm not, but I still am. And no, he wants to move in, and the scribble man will, like, floats in and starts talking about how the river of blood has led him to Parker. And knockdown, drag out. Obviously, we get some great junior, junior panels, and save an MJ. Tells him to shut up. This is one of the best, like, tete-a-tete's where he's like, his quips are great, and just keeps shutting the guy up because he the more he talks, the more the equations work and make more mayhem. He wants to be the emissary. Okay. And he brands Parker on left and right peck, but when he grabbed Mary, Mary Jane earlier, he branded something on her wrist. And it shoots Parker and MJ to God knows where. We, uh, we're looking at the flat iron. Uh, are you familiar with that building in New York? It looks like an iron. We, 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 oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we're, we're staring at that. And there's a giant dragon wrapped around the building behind it. There's no one on the streets. It's pure destruction. And Peter, where are we? Like, okay. I like it because we're starting backwards but forwards and we know that Parker had to do something that was because you know Parker's not going to do anything unless he has to especially yeah. for the greater good but MJ is like totally signed to this but th- there's no like time jump where like she got pregnant and like her kids are like five like anywhere from five to eight and everyone hates him, but there's no time jump, and we're 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 figuring it out, and just happy just for good Spidey again, because that clone gimmick, the dark web thing, it was garbage. I <laughs> just want good Spidey. just want good Spidey. Gotcha. I I really don't think they really have to do anything big with Spidey, like a like a freaking you know annual event eight-issue series. Just keep Spidey going.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. Not the big events haven't been all that amazing over the years recently.
0: No. Not at all. Especially
1: with like Spider-Man freaking like Dark Web. Dark Web seemed like a decent idea, but like the follow-up wasn't as good. Like I remember The X-Men ones I remember were pretty decent, but...
0: Yeah.
1: Like I read the first issue of Dark Web 1 and I was just like... Eh.
0: Yeah, both of us were pretty, like, we weren't having that.
1: Yeah, it was a little lackluster. But, I mean, you know, like, back in the day, you'd get those classic Spider-Man stories that you had to have every issue, like, freaking Maximum Carnage or freaking Kraven's Last Hunt, you know, the original Clone Saga, you know, all the classics. You know, like over time it's just kind of like yeah, it kind of got watered down a little bit. What's your next? Oh, uh, some- let's go with X let's go with X-Men 20.
0: Yeah, let's do it, man.
1: Freaking we got some brood going on? We got the broods. Ooh. Freaking, they're attacking uh yeah, they're attacking planets, but uh they shouldn't be because the whole thing with the brood is that they have a hive mind, and if you eat the uh, the king egg, you basically are in charge of the brood, and... That's that little ex- dude. That what's,
0: won- that, what's that little dude's name again?
1: Uh, his name's Brew, B-R-O-O. Yeah. And he's currently in charge of the brood, and he's been commanding them only to attack planets where uh, there, there are bad people. But who decides and, uh, who I mean, are bad people? He does. <laughs> yeah. But uh Magic right. and Gene Gray, you know, Magic and Gene Gray confront him on it, you know, because the whole the joke was that you know they were kind of finding out if he's still in command. And like he said, yeah. And, in fact, he takes these broods that are hanging out by him, and he makes them dance. And I just thought that was hilarious. And hilarious. then Magic busts out, with they know the Thriller dance?" But Gene uh, Gray kind of digs a little deeper and is like, "What happens when you sleep?" Like, are you still in control? And he's like, oh, I really don't know, but I haven't been sleeping well. So Gene puts him to sleep, and we find out that while he's been sleeping, the uh, the brood has been controlled by Nightmare. Oh. So he's uh, basically running the brood while Bruce asleep. So they end up having to, you know, basically put put nightmare in its spot, and he the X-Men are victorious. But we find out that a a longtime friend of Emma Frost is now joined the ranks of the Krakoans. and for those who uh, we've got a, basically we got a new married couple coming to Krakoa. And as we're learning about this person through Sage, she kind of cartwheels in and puts a blade into her face. And we find out that uh, Typhoid Mary is now a uh, card-carrying member of Krakoa. She's a mutant? Yeah, Typhoid Mary is a mutant. She's got pyrokinetic. But along with her comes her husband, Wilson Fisk, a kingpin.
0: Wait, wait a minute. So the king- Jason landed in Florida early this morning. Nice and safe and sound.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the kingpin <laughs> and the just kingpin is nice. now hanging out in Kakoa.
0: He's walking in like he owns the place, man, but like he's also walking in like he's a mutant. Like you can't just walk in like that. Like one of the major things of uh the Hellfire Gala was they had special ports uh to bring in the humans Mm -hmm. he's walking in with a freaking hawaiian t-shirt and when was the last time we saw actual wilson fist was it like a year ago uh in the dark rain in the dark rain when he him and typhoid Mm -hmm. took off and
1: when they took off on the boat on the boat and now we know where they were headed but yeah if you uh if you were a fan of the Hawkeye series on Netflix or uh, Disney Plus, you'll realize that is the exact same suit he was wearing in the Hawkeye series.
0: That's awesome! <laughs> I, I did not I remember watching it, but it, that that's awesome. Freaking!
1: But knows. yeah, apparently, apparently, Kingpin and Emma Frost have a uh, business history together. So uh, Emma is not too happy to find out that the Kingpin is now, you know, come to Krakoa.
0: She shouldn't be because she's probably way better than her because it's the Kingpin. Mm. That's awesome, man.
1: So I just, hope, I just hope we eventually find Kingpin on the Quiet Council.
0: Uh, I agree. But... In our own actual day-to-day, Bernthal, D'Onofrio, and Charlie Cox are coming to Denver Fan Expo, Mm -hmm. and I have to meet Bernthal. I gotta meet Bernthal. I got a lot to say to that guy. He has been a huge inspiration in my life uh, for quite a while uh before he even started his podcast there was just something about that guy and hopefully if i buy a ticket i can bring 10 homies but i'll just bring you but freaking, i gotta meet bernthal man and Nice. nice. i'd like to meet d'onofrio but only for him to sign my uh dvd copy of the cell you watch that movie
1: I did. I remember watching it in theaters.
0: Yeah, I did too, man. I watched that in the theater too. That was gnarly. That was like, what is happening? <laughs> um, yeah, loved it. It's a big inspiration in my life. Just the way that it progressed and uh, sympathy for the devil on that one. But uh, freaking uh, good call and all that, man. Absolute great call in that. Nightcrawler's 2. I don't know how to talk about it.
1: Okay. Do you? They messed up Thor.
0: <laughs> that's that's your point of contention. They beat up Thor and they, stole Mjolnir. They beat up Thor and cut his arm off. Yeah. Well, he said he said poor choice of words. The only thing I have on this is that. It's...
1: Sorry. Oh, no, no! Uh, manual. We got uh, Apparently, the night for the, the night crawlers, they're uh. They're a limited species. They're freaking, you know. We find out they can't reproduce. Oh, that's. Like, nice. Si- Sinister puts something in their cells. They can't reproduce, so once they're dead, they're dead. And they've been losing people left and right Where they were once thousands of them They're now down to like 50 And they're then They're trying to figure out What they're going to do But yeah they're just over here taking over galaxy after galaxy And they're freaking You know they finally found Asgard You know and then we've got even more Chimera mutants We've got a A Megan Maggot Madrox that
0: was interesting. That was really like 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 the, the hybrids are they're mm-hmm. having a they're having a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, they're putting everyone together and seeing what happens. they freaking uh Yeah, they end up fighting Thor and end up cutting his arm off and basically teleporting Mjolnir away from him. And you know Asgard's lost forever. This is a hundred years after sinisters take it over and you know and yet we still have the uh, you know mutants are still hanging around in charge for better or worse.
0: I felt like there was a lot of literacy involved in this, and we've talked about literacy. This was all metaphor. I read this twice. Yeah. I have a degree from the University of Oklahoma, baby, where we learn the best. <laughs> I still don't get this, Simon. Like, I still don't get it. Uh, just freaking, like, it was just, there was so much metaphor. And I really enjoyed it. I feel like I had a skew on this for a little bit, but freaking, I still don't know who the mama is. I say it's still Moira. You're, you're still saying no, right?
1: No, yeah, it's still... I, I don't think Mother Righteous is Moira McTaggart at all. Nah, I mean, they could swerve us later, and it could be, but we'll see what happens.
0: Do you see a swerve coming up? No.
1: I, I think there'll be something towards the end, but I don't think that'll be it. I
0: think that would, I think a swerve would be, like, really bad storytelling. Like, like... I, I like, right. like, uh... I was alive when Extinction Agenda came out, but I wasn't reading comics at the time or could afford them. Um, but... Mm-hmm. If I'd have been reading Extinction Agenda, I would have been having the same feelings. I, I would like to think I'm having the same feelings that I'm feeling right now with uh, Sins of Sinister. This is, this is a challenging book.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's real interesting because like, we're basically jumping 90 years in the future, basically, from where the first set came out. So it's interesting to see what's going on, because you know, because um, we end up finding out that uh, the X twenty three Nightcrawler hybrid freaking can actually have babies because her healing factor basically healed her ability to not have kids, and her and a Cyclops Nightcrawler end up having a child together, and basically as soon as the child's born, it handed to her mom. Uh, she teleports away, and they have no idea where she went. Do you think this, at the same time?
0: Do you think this has anything mm-hmm. to do with the Star Child from the last big Avengers story from last year?
1: I didn't read it, so I have no idea. But I'm gonna say no.
0: But Star Child, in turn, in terms of like something that's sentient, sentient immediately, and the Avengers, uh, uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel was protecting the the baby for quite a long time but it it was growing exponentially and aided in a pretty big battle. And I'm seeing a parallel, but I don't want to read too much into it because I am absolutely loving the fact I have no idea what's going on. And I also love the fact that Uncle Ed makes sure that we got him, Muse makes sure we got him, and freaking... We'd have this discussion... Like, because this, this needs to be talked about. This is, like, how did you feel when original Nightcrawler comes in and starts biting heads off?
1: No, that was definitely interesting, because, you know, we haven't, we don't know really know how far gone Nightcrawler was. And then we end up seeing him just basically just murder him. Right. You know, and she's using her powers to do so. But yeah, no, we find out that, uh, you know, we're kind of learning more about Mother Righteous and basically her whole power is that the more people, she's a god, the more people believe in her, the more powerful she is. And she's basically using the Nightcrawlers to freaking, to stay alive because that's, you know, they believe in her. Yeah, but
0: but then we get the Ghost of Legion who is somehow completely calm.
1: I don't think it's a ghost of Legion, per se. I think it's just his, uh, like, he's just on the astral plane at this point. Like, that's it. All right. Nice. He just he just exists on the astral plane.
0: Where do you think they're going with it, man? Because, uh, honestly, man, like, uh, we've talked about how lame armchair, like, money, you know, money afternoon, Monday morning uh, quarterbacks. Oh, I saw that coming. But yeah. this is different. This is literature, and where where do you see this is going with the the nightcrawlers? Because like they're they're talking about having escaping the house of the 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 red diamond, and they're now in the is it the red heart, or
1: yep, yeah. They all believe in Mother Righteous now so instead of Sinister, but like we see that due to what happened to her child, you know, and let alone we find out later that apparently her child is. Possibly still somewhere she could find her, but Mother Righteous is in her, basically. You know, the last page is we see the X-23 Nightcrawler ripping off her heart headband and revealing that she still has the diamond on her forehead. Right. And, you know, she's now got, she's now got a new belief. She doesn't believe in Mother Righteous. She believes in the rage of love for her child. And she is gonna freaking do whatever it takes to get her kid back.
0: Like covering up the the diamond with a cloth heart. Mm-hmm. She's got the heart on her on her chest, right square in the middle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's got all these adornments for Mother Righteous, and the whole th- thing is that Mother Righteous's power is all based on people believing in her. And freaking now she's got someone who does not believe in her. And while it might not completely weaken her, if she could freaking make enough of a dent or the other Nightcrawlers no longer believe in her, they, Mother Righteous might be, you know, lose enough power that she's beatable. You think she's the monkey wrench? I think she's got to be. Like, this whole thing is around her getting her daughter back, and to do that, she's gotta defeat Mother Righteous.
0: What's really concerning me is not just the fight with Mother Righteous, not just returning Mm -hmm. to the status quo of Krakoa, is that the mutants as holistically, Mm -hmm. they have not gotten their due. They have stepped on everyone's toes egregiously, purposefully. And mm-hmm. now, yeah. we're, we're, now we're in a uh, pocket dimension of what could be. And I'm really worried they're going to try to restore it to the status quo of like back to Westminster, uh, back to the school, um, because they've gone too far. You can't just take us back to the school. You've gone too far. But you've also gone so far that you've populated Mars, and we're now in the future, and Sinister is taken over. Um, yeah, I, I can't. And he'll help.
1: be in charge for the next thousand years.
0: Agreed, exactly. And this isn't just like Age of Apocalypse, where we're, we're like, I like honestly, when I read Age of Apocalypse, um, I felt like it was a month or mm-hmm. two months or four or summer. But 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 it was still summer. There was a time frame on this, mm-hmm. and freaking, we're getting this extra bit. Like you better pay attention. And but Nightcrawler is this huge beast, and the tattoos on the face make me think um, legion. No, not Legion, uh. Asriel. Mmm, okay. Especially the skin tone. They've got a ghost right on their side, Sean Cassidy. Yep. But. We have. One, two, three, four, five. Five out. We've got one, two, six left. How are they gonna fix this? And how are the mutants like? I'm looking for attrition. I'm seriously looking. I'm seriously looking for attrition, because Chuck uh, destroyed the Shi'ar Empire with like multiple clones of his brain. (laughs) That that's not fair. (laughs) Like, like, not in the least bit, man. Like, like, when I saw that panel, it was small, but like, you've got like Mm -hmm. hundreds of your brains, and yeah, they don't have a chance.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's the fun part about it is like we've never seen a fully unhinged screw you, Charles Xavier. And now we're getting like even like onslaught was like part him, part Magneto. Even onslaught had a
0: conscience. Yeah,
1: yeah, ish. But I mean, you know, he doesn't You know this just like imagine how terrifying a Charles Xavier that just didn't care would be.
0: With hundreds of his own clones,
1: yeah. Now, now we're seeing it.
0: I'm loving
1: it. I'm looking forward to. I think Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants coming out next week and or this week, and you know, hopefully, it'll keep it going. Kind of give some more, shed some more light on these situations, and you know, kind of lead us in the right direction towards a killer ending.
0: Tune in next week, true believers, because since the sinister is going, I remember I uh,
1: think true believers is trademarked. We can't use that.
0: Uh, I, I, I said blue
1: believers because Nightwalk Crawler's blue, e- e- yeah. Go with that, let's go
0: with that. But uh, freaking uh,
1: reading Don't Fred- need trademark.
0: Freaky Bobby. Uh, predators um, there's some going on with So Marvel bought up Alien and Predator Do you remember how chapped I was for that like freaking mm-hmm. they're going to raise all the dollars You said you'd never
1: buy you never buy a single issue you're going to burn it to the ground I'm going to find how dare, how the original
0: I was pretty I was pretty chapped because I was worried that they would do what they did with Star Wars when uh Lucasfilm got sold to Disney there were a lot of like novellas that were absolutely in fact acknowledged by George Lucas as canon and they rewrote things they they fixed things like I hated the God, man, like, I did not wait 30 years to see one of my childhood heroes get killed by his, like, punk of a kid. I cried. <laughs> I cried. I was so mad. I freaking, Aww. I dude, I, I was like, this Kyler Ren guy is going to be awesome. I bought a t-shirt, and uh, I had to go get some pencils and some more board and freaking Hobby Lobby, Hobby Lobby and uh, they had a Kyler Ren shirt, and I bought it for, like, ten bucks, and I wore it proudly to the show and promptly threw it in the trash thinking I got home. My sister had just gotten in like an hour after, like, when I showed up. And Mm -hmm. she you've been dramatic. And I was like, no. Kylo Ren's a punk. This is terrible. But what they're doing with Marvel, what Marvel is doing with Predator and Alien they have absolutely knowledge. All these little like, quips from a few novellas, and okay. they're keeping it. They're keeping it nice and tight. And we we're getting Theta, who had been hunting down the predator that killed their mom and dad, and we find ourselves on a alien planet where people were. I was playing baseball, about to hit her run. I ha- I, fe- I felt. I felt. The ball hit and freaking next thing you know, running shed of light and here I am and something's trying to kill us. And like one girl's like, oh, you're, you're not talking about things in the right way. Like that was like eight years ago. And one of the other guys in the room's like, no, that was actually 13 years ago. And one guy in the room's like, no, that was actually like 40 years ago. And I'm thinking like, don't give me some BS freaking time travel stuff. Uh, they they were caught in hypersleep. And they're, like, the last Predators movie where, like, you know, like, these hardcore BAs are freaking marooned on a planet, but Theta there uh, is like, come with me if you want to live. Not exactly what she said, but that's what the implication was. And uh, it's still Predator, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Alien, like, All the in the books, Predators, like, everything's been great. Um, I'm just worried that they're going to screw it up. But why wouldn't I be worried about that? Like, like, if you don't want me asking, of all the 80s stuff, when it comes to the sci-fi things, Predator, Robocop, Terminator, Back to the Future... Do you have a list of, uh, off the top of your head what your favorite was in terms of time travel? Monster
1: Squad. I loved Monster Squad.
0: Listen, man, do you want to get married or something? Like, don't do that to me.
1: No. Not even <laughs> a little bit.
0: <laughs> Monster Squad, I've got on, on DVD.
1: You promised to that guy at Cobalt. It's okay. Yeah.
0: Monster Squad was gnarly. I I.
1: I Monster Squad was fun. Goonies is fun. Freaking, uh... But
0: but you get what I'm talking about. Yeah. And you've got people, like, actively trying to figure out clues.
1: Ghostbusters.
0: Freaking, we got in the car after New Earth, and I was like, we got the tools, we got the talent! (laughs)
1: Oh we were missing was Gas. Also oil. It does some good oil, you're right. Seriously though,
0: like like eighties like BAs, like What are you thinking?
1: Hmm.
0: You said Goonies? As far as
1: who's as far as who's the most BA of all the eighties guys? Yeah. Sylvester Stallone why he was Rambo and Rocky
0: are you saying Rocky Trump's Terminator
1: that's that's two top roles
0: yeah but Terminator didn't win no uh, freaking Oscar I don't care about no Oscars but Rocky was Gnarly
1: so you were agreeing with me
0: no, I will never agree with you. <laughs> um, well, you just did. You just said Rocky was. Yeah, but Rocky wasn't a undefeatable cyborg sent from the freaking future.
1: No, I, I, I saw Terminator Genesis, Regenesis, or whatever it was. Freaking
0: no, we're He's no, very We're not talking that. We're talking the C eighties before all these sequels happened when what happened was canon. They even included it in the Predator comic book in the 90s when Donald Glover had to beat up a friggin' Predator in L.A. <laughs> Come on, let's,
1: let's hear We're the... We're talking about Donald Glover, though. We're talking about Donald Glover. We're talking about friggin' yeah. Sly Sloan, and he was Judge Dredd. And he's still doing stuff? He was still freaking Starhawk? He was Starhawk. And Guardians of the Galaxy?
0: Colin popped like crazy fat. You know, by the way, he worked with him on uh, King of Tulsa. For a couple I've months. heard. Yeah. Apparently Sly hated his uh, freaking cowboy hat that Colin wore on set. just it, it just it just peeved him. But he kept wearing it. More proud of Colin. He did not give Wait. in to the slice alone peer pressure.
1: If he would have, he might have been working on his next project.
0: Well, he's coming down for uh, the next uh, New Era show. Oh, nice. Yep.
1: That'd be nice to have Sly Saloon in the crowd.
0: I would love to. <laughs> Can you imagine being New Era faithful? And you, you, you sit down to a little Sly
1: Say, hey, Ronda Rousey's show at PWG, why not?
0: Well, she bought her ticket, though.
1: So was so Mr. Stallone.
0: Stallone's not getting him to our show for free.
1: Exactly. Mm-mm. He'll get a good seat. I'll give him a front row seat. But freaking, he ain't going to be ever. That's,
0: he's to pay his
1: hard earned money like everybody else.
0: He's going to throw down his <laughs> Twinski. Exactly. Yep, those tickets ain't cheap, but worth every inch on the butt ski. (laughs) I love the fact that freaking our chairs were, like, pretty.
1: They were nice chairs, very comfy.
0: Nice chairs, and uh, uh, did you
1: see these? Apparently good enough for this King of Tulsa. King of Tulsa.
0: uh, Colin says he's going to be here for the next show. He's gonna help I'm us. Awesome. He's gonna help us with the uh, freaking VRP and stuff, and that'll just be cool to have all three Minefields guys on the job on a freaking newer show, man.
1: As long as I don't quit before, then it'll be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna stub your toe. I quit.
1: <laughs> I'm done. Can't handle it anymore.
0: Uh, I hate everybody. Am I getting an Uber home? Yeah, you're getting an Uber home.
1: <laughs> Damn. I'm call him a you ride, brother. I'll be okay.
0: <laughs> no, we're headed straight to the freaking cath- the uh, goth club, and you won't see me for a week, and I will not have a job.
1: <laughs> Sacrifices must be made, I guess. But yeah, nah, man, that'd be, that'd be cool. Maybe going on a little hunt beforehand, freaking see what we can find.
0: He's funny on comics, man. He's funny. Like, you'll, like, you think I'm funny with books, man? Like, I'm popping for Chaos and Terry, Terry Moore and freaking. He'll pull something out and be like, first appearance of John Luke Picard in the year 2028 20, 13. I'm like, happy for you, man. Like, it's, 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 uh, it's one of the best parts about The Hunt, man. Like, uh, you pop, I pop, a freaking, like, uh, your homie got what he was looking for, and like we get in the car, like, and oh, by the way, uh, you minefielders that don't know the luxury of how the hunt is carried on, we do not get back into the car and throw our books into the back. We have bags and boards and scotch tape and freaking a box, a divider. Our comics are well protected back in the back seat. You, yeah, gotta have, should be. you gotta have that short box I mean like that short box has like really helped us out like I love I love when people are like you, you need a bag now. Nah, we're good <laughs> your bag is useless this is true <laughs> keep putting bags and boards and freaking can't have those can't have those buck naked books man
1: yeah.
0: can't gotta have be gotta
1: be taken care of gotta be taken care of
0: you got a last uh, Ronin to uh, round us out tonight, man.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. Let's See, yeah, we got last Ronin, Lost Years, number two. Freaking, uh, I like how the opening the opening page is freaking all the variations of all the uh, variant covers.
0: That
1: way you know which ones you can pick from.
0: I appreciate that despite the fact that I know it comes from stabbing in my heart
1: <laughs> but yeah I don't know yeah so we're in this little bar and Fre- and Michelangelo is fighting these guys are trying to basically kill him for their mob boss basically and he's just upset that he doesn't understand freaking the language enough to he knows what, they're, he knows what they mean he doesn't know what they're saying. But it kind of has a flashback, doesn't do a flashback after the uh, the city he was staying in was destroyed and how he had left and just started walking. And he was just kind of walking down the coast of Japan with uh, absolutely no no idea where he was going. But, you know, his dead brothers eventually kind of, you know, we're we're talking to him about the travel and whatnot. He eventually decided he was going to go and basically find the guy that trained Master Splinter and kind of get, you know, get his start getting his life back together. So he kind of has to, he finds a guy and he ends up starting at the bottom and working his way back to a, to fighting shape because he's got to get revenge. He's got to go back and he's got to find the guy, the guy that freaking killed his family. But before that, he's got to find the guy that destroyed the village he was in. Little by little, he gets back in fighting shape. And then he decides he's going to have to go after Death Worm, who's the guy that, you know, his, he had everyone destroy that city for him. And he ends up going back and trying to figure out where he's going to go. And eventually he just decides he's tired of, you know, not, not like being out of plain sight. And he finds the gang, some of the gang members based on their tattoos. And that leads into said bar fight. And by the end of things, they end up... Mikey and his brothers end up stealing a car and heading towards Mongolia to find Death Worm. So it's kind of just a middle-of-the-run issue, but we're really kind of
0: building it up,
1: leading towards yep leading towards getting he's gotta you know we figure out by the end that he's gotta beat Death Worm that way he can head back to New York so this is definitely the uh yeah we know where we're going cause we know where we've been
0: I called you I called you immediately <laughs> that afternoon when Mikey died I, was, I had been ugly crying in my car man that hurt but mm-hmm. watching the the build up there's something new. Like, it's base, but freaking... You know, like, there's, like, Power Rangers regular. Power Rangers Zeo. There's a million different versions of Power Rangers. Yeah. But there's no new versions of the Turtles. Or the Toitles. What the boss says. <laughs> Until now.
1: Until now, anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: and... Establishing a whole new, whole new generation raised by the daughter of April and Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. Carefully placed. It could be no one else. And friggin' here we go. And um, looking forward to anything they do because Kevin Eastman has been taking point on this since, I want to say 2010. And um, mm-hmm. Peter Laird only recently rejoined the fold. And. This sounds awesome.
1: The, the sound, man, been fun reading.
0: I just like the fact that they're carefully doing it. Like it's like we've had a couple of bold, bold freaking uh, restarts where they like they've had Venus de Milo as the chick, and now we've got uh, Jenica, and Jenica is full fledged like she's a turtle. Yeah. Venus and Milo was some BS thing on a. That live action. Crash. One of the. Nothing.
1: Live action shows or something like that?
0: Yeah, but. Their heart's in the right spot. And it shows in the writing. But what do we got left, man? I think that was it.
1: I think that, yeah. That was all of it, man.
0: There's a reread. A couple of, um, give me a second here to pull it up. Some honorable mentions, um, Gargoyles, Darkwing Duck number three, um, number two, um, Silver Surfer, uh, Ghostlight, Spawn read this book called, uh, Stoneheart, which is okay. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it, but the artwork was amazing. Uh, got this, uh, set, um, from, um... I, I got, no, I didn't get it at Ed's. I got it at freaking, um... One of those stores we stopped at, uh, called Second Chances, um... Those are those are the solids, man. Got to read this one called Arc. Off image one shot okay. drop cow, but um, work is absolutely amazing. And um, what are we what are we coming back on next month? Uh, let me pull it up. Webs- I want it? to
1: say it's April eighth, I believe.
0: Website's completely updated got that link today and freaking completely it's loading tickets, taking the right spot, Eventbrite, yep, that's link, yep, that one too, a couple people we got to add to the roster, but uh, that's a good problem to have.
1: No, no, it's good, man. Freaking everything's going oh Freaking, you know, uh, like I said, April April 8th, I believe, is the next show. And uh, we already got the main event signed. Freaking sealed and delivered with uh, Logan defending the New York Wrestling Heavyweight Championship against Royce Isaacs. It's going to be a good day. Yeah, it would be a good one. Plus, we'll have the, uh, we're going to have a six-way match for, uh, for the crowning of a new 5280 champion that night well, so we're going to have a new champion crowned one way or the other come April 8th going to be a good day well, and Duff Doyle will be there
0: <laughs> he better be there nothing like a good day oh, I'm with sure. Old, good old Duff Doyle man and the
1: uh exactly
0: i want to do a i want to do the adventures of the Duff Doyle mobile man like something ridiculous, like just stopping. I'm pulling into the 7 Eleven. I hope they got the hot Cheetos I like.
1: <laughs> nah, nice. But yeah. Yeah, man, be a good day. We got freaking. Got some cool stuff coming up this weekend. We got the uh, got the comic swap over across the street from uh, Kapow.
0: That's this weekend?
1: That is this weekend. Saturday? I think they would Yep, Saturday. Go check that out. See what it is.
0: Yeah, we'll figure it out, man. Uh, Sweet.
1: Sounds that. Like
0: it's my turn. Tope. Ladies, gentlemen, whatever you're going to call yourself, this is minefields, and this is dangerous, and this transmission is over.